Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by your truly, Deontay Burton. Glad to be in uh back in the lab and everything. You know, I was uh at my own studio last week and it looked like it. And uh <laughs> now I'm back home, you know, I'm super excited about tonight's show. Tonight's show we're gonna is it's uh correlates a lot what's going on right now in, in uh, our current uh, economy. Well we're gonna talk about how to prepare for an economic crisis. It's gonna be a great show and I think it's gonna be very informative to everyone so you know make sure that you're uh, being real interactive with the different chat boards and everything we stream right now on youtube and facebook so if you got any questions or comments feel free to um, um to, to chime in on everything before we get started i want to say what's up to my super producer dj lab what's going on now much Welcome brother. Back, brother hey man i appreciate <laughs> it i appreciate it i was gonna give a a shout out and a happy belated birthday to mother producer slick 316 um I will say this. I really appreciate what you be doing because I can tell you this. When I was streaming live on Facebook, I probably had a viewer. And I don't know what you be doing. A viewer. One. Yeah, one. Yeah, and that was my, one of my sons or something like that. But, you know, I know she have the, 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 the chat and everything blazing on Facebook and everything. So uh, I really appreciate everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually... I logged out of Facebook and logged back in just got doing something wrong, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I ain't got that touch. You know? <laughs> and that's I tell you, I, learned, I know how to stay in my lane. Right. Also give a big shout out to my assistant, Joni, and everything. You know. Also, you know, everybody on the uh, Majestic Being Service staff, you guys have been booming this year. Mm. You know, hey man, y'all know I'm a owner of a tax Majestic Being Services. Staff been doing pretty good. They've been making a lot of money for themselves, and most importantly, making a lot of money for me. Yeah. <laughs> and your know, immortal words of my one of my idols, Don King, only in America. Only in America. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you, everybody ain't in the damn recession. That's I, right. <laughs> shit. I tell you that now. Everybody ain't in one. <laughs> We had some succession, but I don't know about a damn recession. <laughs> but real talk, I really want to say thanks to everybody, and I appreciate all the support that we've got this tax season. Uh, big shout-out to the staff and everything, working real hard um, with doing everything we put into place. Um, with tonight's show, you know, as always, we always being off rehashing the previous week. You know, we're in some serious times right now. We're dealing with the uh, coronavirus. I want to tell everybody to make sure that you're being safe, practice uh, social distancing, uh, Washing your hands, uh, coughing into your arm, and uh, there's some other basic stuff you learned in damn pre-K that everybody in damn forgot since then mm -hmm. and stuff. But uh, just be careful out there, y'all. Just be careful. Um, we're in a time of uncertainty. You're getting so many different opinions and facts from uh, different people, especially people that we should be listening to. You can hear one doctor or one expert say one thing, then you turn another channel, a different says, another one says something different. Mm -hmm. You really don't know who to believe. So it's uh, very scary, very uncertain, and very confusing times. But as always, you know, uh, I always say just practice caution more than anything, okay? Because right. uh, you only got one you, and we want you to be always there for yourself and your loved ones. So just be be careful out there. Um, a lot of jobs out here slowing down and shutting down. That was like one of the main things we want to talk about just with, with today's show. Because I think I'm going to get out some good information for you guys in regards to what you need to be doing going forward that I think is going to be beneficial to everyone. Uh, my kids are home for a month. <sighs> oh, Lord. Woo. Oh, fuck. Negroes thought they was home, you know, just on oh, break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sergeant Burton <Surprise>. came out. <laughs> uh, then, ha! Another. I got them all day marching, man. <laughs> I want to go to school. I want to go to school. Oh, yeah, William. <laughs> Sarge got up in there, man. Get up there. You don't want your head up. <laughs> they thought they were going to sleep. No. We're going back to basic, baby. <laughs> Big Sarge in the house. And uh, <laughs> that's been funny. But it's been cool, man. Each uh, each day, what I did say to myself was, and I haven't let them know, uh, each one of my kids, since the three of them at home, the three young ones at home, uh, I picked a different day. Hey, let's do something. So when my, one of me and one might look at a movie. No, but we might go do this. Me and Pete just got through driving around, doing stuff. So since I had the opportunity, right. like one day I pick, okay, hey, let's do something special uh, and everything. So that's been working out too, you know, kind of 
having that extra time. time yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to spend time with them as opposed to, hey, man, you want to do this yeah. individually. So that was my thing. So, okay, while you're at home, so, you know, try to get a little extra bonding time and everything that's with doing good. that. So that was, that was something I just thought of with doing it. So that's been pretty cool. Um, as I mentioned earlier, tax season still on up and going. Majestic being the service been doing pretty good. I, um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. When I went to that place out in October, yeah, um, when I spent that money to go to that little mastermind class, I really didn't know how beneficial some of that information would be on me, man. But, bro, I've been implementing and sticking with it. And some of the stuff I really hadn't did, and I think next year I can really put a dent. But, man, it's yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's been real impactful and everything like that. So that's one of the things I always encourage people, man. Anytime you can show up in your soul. Or, re- or invest in yourself, do it, you know, and everything. So that's been real beneficial. Shout out to Chauncey Hunter and uh, Real Tax Pro Mastermind Group. Right. You know, she had, they got a check from me and everything. But, you know, hey, man, I made that money back real quick and everything. But it's been real cool. Right. Uh, just it's something as far as the uh, uh, compensation package that I was getting my staff. Mm-hmm. Totally changed how I was paying folks. Totally changed the results. Okay. Totally changed. I pay, I pay everybody way more money than I ever paid them before. Mm-hmm. But it gave him way more incentive. Okay. You know, and everything. Money make you move, I guess. <laughs> Always. Always. So it's been, it's been cool. Well, you know, that's the thing about it. I ain't never been cheap. I ain't never had an issue. I, I don't have no reputation not paying nobody. But I was just totally against what the shit he was saying. Oh, okay. But I always said. Stand corrected. Well, well, not even stand corrected. I come to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it my way, and I've been getting my results. Mm-hmm. Shit, you the guru. Mm-hmm. Let me try your way. Right. So you see why you got money. You know, so that's what they, you know, sometimes we have to kind of be realistic about that. Even like, you know, some of my future consultants and current consulting clients, like I said, you come to me for a reason. Right. You know, and like, <laughs> you've been doing it your way. Right. And you know, so, my way you know, that's it and everything. I uh, also want to give uh, information out. The IRS just came out with legislation uh, that extended the current tax deadline. Well, you normally April 15th, they extended 90 days. So now it's currently uh, July 15th. Um, for the 90-day extension. Mm-hmm. That's for your individual tax returns and your C-corporations. Uh, like I put out the other week, the uh, uh, tax deadline for LLC partnerships and S-corps was this past Monday, March 16th. I haven't seen anything to say they extended it. Uh, and um, I kept putting the, the promos out. It's $200 fine mm-hmm. uh, for late filing for that. And that was one of the biggest things I pushed out with people. So if people were able to do it, uh, not, I don't know mm-hmm. and everything, but I, I do want to let everybody know that the regular filing date is uh, now extended to July 15th. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't filed, you haven't got everything together, you worried about, man, I ain't going to see Deontay this year in April. You got to July 15th. Go on and spend that money with your boy and come to the expert. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and everything. But again, this is Change Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Go to the YouTube channel, Change Lives, hosted by uh, Deontay Burden. Also, go check out Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. You can go check out both Changing Lives and Mr. Short Dollar on Facebook. Uh, again, big shout out to Slick316. The growth been phenomenal. Uh, everybody's tuning in, checking everything out. So I appreciate the help <coughs> that she's given. And also, you know, the support you guys have got. You know, you've been receptive to the information. Again, even when people have uh, comments or different different ways of viewing stuff, I'm always open to it. The main thing I want to do is make sure we got interaction. Right. So, and, and, and I think we're going to have a lot of that with tonight's show. Now, we're starting everything out. Like I said tonight, we're discussing how to prepare for an economic crisis. Okay? And I think right now everybody's worrying about you here so much. We're in the middle of a recession. Y'all, I'll see these sparks and shit. It's a good. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm trying to stay home. How to uh, prepare for an economic crisis. And, you know, we're, we're starting everything out. This, uh, I know everybody getting real uneasy and stuff like that, but what's happening? It takes me back to the early 2000s, and uh, the market was crashing. And I just remember how everyone was, uh, it was right after 9-11. Uh, everybody was unprepared because we just coming out of booming season. You know, back in them days, you know, them late 90s, early 2000s, I mean, you get you can just say screw you to your boss <laughs> well, and, and walk three doors down on Ford Industrial <laughs> and got you another job thirty minutes later. Like, okay, this is it, you know, boy, you know what I'm saying? You you could really be like screw you, right. and I'm talking about you get fired two or three times in one day and, and go to bed with a job, <laughs> and that shit just changed overnight, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember, man, uh, 
what happened to me personally is that uh, um, when I got laid off from my job, I, I was almost I was almost uh, done with college. Mm-hmm. Maybe like uh, I mean I ain't think I had a year. Maybe a semester and a half. Had seven year old and a baby on the way. Mm-hmm. I ain't had shit in my pocket. I was working for a very stable company. Well, John Wheeler Homes, man. I haven't worked with them after I got the army. Stable. The company, John Wheeler was such a, a cool company. Every two years, he took the whole company, not some, the Everybody. whole company on the trip. Mm-hmm. He went to Hawaii. Mm. If you had been in the company world for a year between that two period, he spent the whole, I'm talking about from the warehouse to the vice president. Mm-hmm. The whole, all expenses paid. All expenses paid. John Wheeler home. One of the most fun jobs I had in the world. I working in a warehouse over there. I was in college. Uh-huh. Big shout out to them brothers over there, man. Uh, uh, man, I, I, I enjoyed it, man. I loved it. Right. And uh, uh, that happened. The market crashed, laid off. One little kid, one on the way, scared as shit. Mm-hmm. They had nothing in the bank and everything. Just I just remember that um, uh, that fear, mm-hmm. that feeling. And I was kind of banged up for about a week. Then I remember I was, and I am, Sergeant Burton. Mm-hmm. So snapped out that shit, go moving forward, getting everything together, got another job, finished school, got in the go mode. You know, the rest is history. But what it, what, but what I always say to that, I never have ever forgotten that feeling of that fear mm-hmm. of not knowing what the hell I'm going to do and not having no kind of cushion. Man, it messed me up. And like I said, I was just so young. And that's probably the beauty of it. I was so young mm-hmm. to encounter that and have me later in life. And I don't, shit, I don't know why, about 25, 26. You know, I start so damn early with every damn thing, kids, family, and all that stuff and everything. Well, you same way, Lab. Yeah, I was going to say that. Ain't early, mm-hmm. but, 26. But, 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 you know, just really just being, still, like, you ask your, your kid. About, yeah, my son about that age, about 10, Lab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. You, you, you dig, man. I just remember that feel. And, I've always said to myself, going forward, I'll never experience that fear again. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, in order for me to get past that, I came up with some uh, some uh, strategies and different things that I want to share with people tonight. Some of the strategies I've picked up over the years since then, we're talking about stuff over the past 20 years that uh, have helped me through tough economic times and, and, and different hardships mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily, you know, when, when we're talking about things that you don't call, the cause, rather, things that, you know, happen through the economy and um, uh, the strategies that I um, that I devised and also the ones I've acquired, I want to share them with everybody tonight, and I think that would be real beneficial okay. uh, to everybody, um, especially during times like now where you're going through moments of uncertainty, mm-hmm. okay? Again, this is Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Um, tonight we'll be discussing how to prepare for an economic crisis. And what the first thing I want to talk about is in regards to doing this, I have um eight. I think I got eight. Let me double check if I get the wrong number. Yeah, eight way eight uh eight things to help you, you know, in moments like this and just moments of economic crisis. And the first one I want to share with you guys is uh number one, just relax and mentally prepare for some possible uncertain times, you know, in the future. Mm-hmm. You got to really kind of get yourself in the right mind frame because when you start hearing about your job might be gone, they're gonna cut your hours. You've been in a stable situation for years, and all this stuff in the change. That's extremely scary, mm-hmm. and it throws a lot onto your psyche, especially depending if it happened overnight or something like that. So you have to just stop for a second and kind of just shift your mode of thinking that, hey, man, you know, this this shit finna change, and really uh, uh, make it that a realization. Because mm-hmm. you look at your normal routine. You get up in the morning, brush your teeth, take a bath, go to work. You know, yeah, work your work. Leave, go home, eat dinner, go to bed at night, and then the next morning you do it all over again. And then all of a sudden this shit changes. Right. And change is what? Uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And we don't like being uncomfortable. You know, you some people, uh, 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 I appreciate that, cuz. <laughs> um, some people, like myself, that ain't got no damn sense, we kind of like functioning in uncertainty. Mm. I like, you know, sitting here and juggling eight balls at a time. Yeah, you know. You know, re-give me all the time. Poochie, you busy as hell, this, that, and that, and everything. I like it like that shit. You know, I, I just can't. I don't like just sitting here waiting. Uh, no, you know, we got this going this week, that going next week, this, that, and that. Oh, find out that ain't going to happen. Then you move to the next thing. Uh, I'm cool with that. But I know most people aren't, and there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that just makes you normal. Uh, but if you aren't, you have to, you know, get, get your mind 
said that things are going to be changed. You know, I speak a lot about um, control your controllables. Mm-hmm. And that just really means the things that you can control, just control those. Right. And when you have things that happen that you uh, don't have control over, you got to be prepared for those adjustments that you're going to have in life. And a lot of times people just kind of just be stuck, stuck in that state of shock. And I think, and, and I know it sounds easier than what it is, the sooner that you can kind of shake it off and just say, realize, look, you know, stuff finna get a little rough. Mm-hmm. I need to make some changes to get ready for this. You'll, the sooner you can do that, the better off you'll be. And, uh, again, I know that's not nothing easy, but I think you just need to relax and get your head together like, hey, some rough changes finna come. And things are going to be different from what they normally been, and they may not be back the way they were. Right. Okay? The next thing is, um, number two, make a budget. Um, w- the way I have a different, a unique way out of the way I talk about making budgets. And what I would tell people to do is, number one, assess where you are financially currently and where you'll be at in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we, before we start getting here looking at the budget and everything, I want to tell, I tell people two things. Prioritize those bills. When we want to say prioritize those bills, we're going to look at what's needed and what's wanted. Okay? You look at what's, what's needed. Your mortgage, rent, uh, your medication, uh, some utilities, your, your car transportation, food, yeah. uh, those things are needed. You know, no if, and, or but. We, we, we need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your prescription. You got to get make sure, you know, you, you're able to go back and forth to work. You got food. It's just needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, wanted. I'm sorry. I mean, you're needed. I'm sorry. I'm moving too fast. We go to phase two. We start talking about what's needed. Those are things that we're comfortable with. We like having, but it, it's not a, 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 a dire point to make sure we have those. Mm-hmm. And those things that needed are, you know, cable, gym membership, you sisters getting your hair fixed, brothers. Oh, those things that are wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brothers, you know, we got you know, we got the hair units and all that stuff. Hair units. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh you see brother like me, you got a ball here like me, got a slick fade the next day. Right? Waves and everything. Right. Ain't having you. I feel you, man. <laughs> that, you know, and everything, uh, Clothes and stuff like that, those are things that are needed. We've become accustomed to them. We feel good about having them, but that I need. And we need to just segregate those needs and those wants. Uh, and after we do that, we start uh, removing those wants and start adjusting those needs. What I mean by adjusting those needs, kind of see can we navigate using those needs a little differently, how we uh, acquire them and paying for them a little differently. That's what I mean by adjusting the needs. Getting rid of the wants and adjusting the needs. Uh you set up a plan. Set up a plan how we're going to roll everything out. Um, when you start doing that, you know, most importantly, don't try to do everything in one day. You know, don't try to sit here and say, well, Lord, I ain't got my, my money straight. Let me try to make this budget and all that stuff. Give yourself a couple of days. Give yourself a couple of days and kind of figuring out how to do certain things. You can probably have to come back to it every now and then to kind of make some adjustments because you never know how your money going to become. Your money may be coming in and out. Uh, and everything, so you can't sit here and just rush to how you gonna make these changes. And um, you wanna most importantly make sure you move to a situation where you're living off the bare minimum. I don't know if you remember the show I did, and guys, you know, go in the database um, from the YouTube channel when I asked uh, what it takes to leave your nine to five. And I always tell people when you leaving your nine to five, you wanna make sure you're living off the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. The bare minimum means you've reduced all your expenses to the bare minimum. And when you're leaving a job, you never, if you're making 50000 you don't need to go in a situation where your business is making 50000 to replace your income. You just need to replace uh, the the fifteen or, or 20000 mm-hmm. that it costs you to live. Yeah, right. So that's the thing is you want to get that living cost down to the bare minimum mm-hmm. and everything like that. So you can just say, okay, cool, I have to have these things mm-hmm. and everything. And, and a lot, we do cut a lot of fat out when we get rid of those once like the cable the gym memberships and stuff like that things that we come accustomed to like i gotta have my lifetime i gotta have my espn <laughs> but <laughs> corona done took all that shit yeah, the corona got it, I ain't, right ain't, ain't no games and shit right. and everything corona taking teams yeah. you know what i'm saying so shit <laughs> that's the thing with that so you know just trying to make sure that you know well we got that budget straight and uh third let review. Me, let review. me ask you a question on the bare minimum budget, sure. real quick. A lot of people who are working and losing their jobs probably think that they're already living on the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you might have somebody making twelve, 
12, 13, 14 dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and they rent a thousand dollars a month. Cause I don't know if you can find any rent nowadays less than a thousand dollars a month. But they already feel that they're living on the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. How would you suggest they go about looking at their budget if they already feel that they already living on the bare minimum? That's a good question. Uh, um, first, you still got to go back to that needs wants mm-hmm. paradigm, and kind of just cutting out the wants and stuff like that. Now, if you just strictly on needs. And you ain't got no other choice, and now that's gone. Um, you gotta make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. You gotta make some tough decisions. Uh, you know, again, I won't sit here and tell nobody they gotta live out their car or do all this other kind of stuff again. But you gotta be realistic about what you're doing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the the tough things about going through an economic crisis, you're encountering problems uh, without you being know it was coming. Mm-hmm. Now you didn't see the tsunami, you didn't see the earthquake coming; it just happened. You know, and everything. You got people that were cool a week ago. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting laid off. I mean, right, right now, right this now, shit is yeah, happening. Today, yeah. You know, I mean, the hotel industry, mm-hmm. a lot of these restaurants, you don't went from Delta. no. Delta yeah. They laying out 70% of their people. Hey, man. They got 10,000 people lit, uh, right now on unpaid leave. Hell, you, my spouse worked there. I know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here telling you, like, that's the thing about it. And it's not nothing uncommon. And you sitting there like, hey, man, you might be sitting there. You know, one way, one week, and everything. I like I said, I, I think because me personally, I done been through some things. I kind of live on a uncertain basis. Stuff like that kind of, you know, that's why I made that video, how to make yourself recession proof. Uh, it wasn't out of just pure confidence. It's out of going through stuff. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the real recessions, personal recessions, and all that kind of stuff. Well, you kind of evolved to make yourself a certain way and everything. So uh, you got to make some tough decisions, man. That's all I can say, and that's not trying to be mean or whatever, anything right. like that. But, you know, some things just got to go. You got to make some of them tough decisions. Let cars go. Let this go, this, that, and that, and everything. It goes to once you done did the need-want assessment, then you got to do the need-need assessment. Right, right. Can I catch the bus instead of keeping my car? Can I, you know, and everything, can we just burn some candles instead of having the lights on? I'm just saying that's when we got to start going to the need-need assessment mm-hmm. and everything. So that's a good question, and, but it's, it's a good question uh, with a difficult answer, difficult, yeah. you know, and everything, and everything. That's a good question. But um, going to number three, reviewing your expenses. Very important, guys. All bills have to be reviewed. Mm-hmm. Everything got to be reviewed. And one of the reasons why I say everything got to be reviewed, y'all got to understand, this is, you know, I've, I've said this before. That's why you guys got to make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make it a quarterly event that you're calling your utilities companies and asking for different rates, mm-hmm. asking for different things. They in business, man. And, you know, just like now, you, you, you're you talking about Georgia Power, all these places, uh, the, help me out, lab, some of the, the, the uh, gas yeah, companies. The gas yeah. yeah. The, uh, scanner, scanner, and all of them are getting caught right Based now. The government, power. yeah, government tell them, yeah. What do you think about it? What the government tell them? Y'all can't cut off. Mm-hmm. What shit you telling me? I can't cut D four power off, but I still got to pay for my damn staff. Yeah. So again, when it behoove them, you would hope to be lenient with, hey man, every now and then I'm a good customer. Let me adjust some stuff in good times mm-hmm. on rates, and that's one of the things I talked about in previous shows. Just make it a excuse me, a habit. Just go call these folks. Call them utility companies. Just say, hey, listen, um, do y'all give me any kind of information or programs in regards to, you know, rate reduction or different payment plans? Reach out to your mortgage company uh, or, or your landlord. You know, see, what do you got? What are the options you have for forbearance mm-hmm. or payment deferrals? Again, it doesn't matter if you're going to do it or if you're just thinking about it. Just get the information. Mm-hmm. Make the phone call because psychologically, you know, let's be real. When you got to make tough decisions, it's easy to make tough decisions when you already know the information. Mm-hmm. If you got the stress of, I ain't got no money coming in, now you got to call around and find out what you got to do, that's like a double stress. Right. But if I ain't got no money coming in, I know, okay, well, let me go on and do this. I, I can kind of maybe transition to it a little bit easier mm-hmm. if I already equipped myself with information, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I just think that should be a common practice for everybody. You know, don't, you know, it's easy said and done, but don't get your ass comfortable. Always constantly be trying to reach out to these people. Um, in regards to your creditors, call all your creditors. Call all of them. Get information. You know the credit card uh, rate reduction. You know, listen. Let, let, can we can we uh, uh, 
um, you know, renegotiate my balance? Can we do something? Payment deferrals. You know, it's the same thing with the bills. Let, what can we do? So if you want to do it, thinking about it or whatever, let's get information. Do you think this time now with, with people, so many people losing their jobs or being laid off, that it will be easier to, to negotiate them rates because if you're negotiating with them, that means you you, you trying to pay them. Whereas some people might be like, well, if I ain't got the money, I ain't going to pay you. So do you think that they will negotiate rates now easier than they would maybe two months ago? The honest answer with you is it's all about who answered that phone. Yeah. If you got, you know, Mrs. Henderson, she's been there 10 years, super professional, yeah, but if you get cookie... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you be telling them, look, I just lost my job. My wife's sick, this, that, and that. You hear that? <sighs> Don't call the water company. Atlanta Water, Atlanta uh, Watershed. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. I done call. Talk to a cookie. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, listen, sir, we ain't doing nothing right now. I don't know. Can I speak to your supervisor? They on supervisor sitting right there. They on break. They on break. Oh, yeah. I am the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's your name? Cookie. Uh, so that's your question. It's all about who answered that phone. Uh, in theory, you would say it behooves them to kind of be. A little bit more open to kind of do that kind of stuff, but again, it depends who answer the phone. Um, again, you know, just from a straight business sense, some money better than no money. Right. The government is stepping in now, telling these folks, y'all can't shut these folks down, mm -hmm. y'all can't foreclose, y'all can't evict. That's what he see. These kind of government saying no evictions. The government saying ain't no foreclosures going on. So you telling me this, but I still gotta have money coming in as the business owner, right? Mm -hmm. So if I can kind of work with you on the front end. Because, again, just because they don't foreclose or evict you, that don't mean they ain't going to put this stuff in your credit right. once everything get back right. Mm -hmm. So it behooves everybody to be working together. Again, mm -hmm. like, and, and that's why I say it, it's so important to make these phone calls because you're not uh, obligated to uh, to do it, but you can gather information, mm -hmm. find out what's going on. So make sure you're reaching out to all those creditors, having the conversations and do it. Um, call your insurance company. I mean, I just got a big, I mean, before even stuff came out, man, I got my whole insurance premium cut in half. Just being El Cheapo, <laughs> calling, ain't no reason mm -hmm. whatsoever, got to cut in half. Everything can be negotiated, guys. Mm -hmm. So just give these folks a call. Hey, listen, you know, even if it ain't happened, hey, just say Corona something. Corona, just bring it up. <laughs> You know, and shit, they just, they probably just, I say okay, cool. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and come on now. Right, right. Take advantage of it. You know, just call them. Just see, you know, like I said, again, you, yourself, yeah, yourself. yeah, especially with you, like I said, your, 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 uh, that was car insurances. Mm -hmm. You know, anything, just call, see, man, can we get something changed? Or whatever? You know, again, they they are not trying to have these policies stop. Mm -hmm. And like, again, when we start doing that need one assessment, and you start talking about, man, motor car ain't number. What motor car? Like twenty five, thirty dollars now. Mm. It ain't how much it cost. I, I've never had a motor car. Okay, <laughs> I ain't had one since the nineties. I've always lived in the suburbs, but it, I, when I moved to Atlanta, there was no bus. So. DJ Lab is one of the elites. And <laughs> <laughs> it was just cheaper to live yeah, in I the suburbs. <laughs> At one time, I knew every damn route Marta knew. <laughs> Now, you know, in Chicago, I could tell you every route I could, but I can't probably can't do it now. But yeah, I can dig it. I used to ride the hell out of the bus in Chicago. I can dig it, but see, that's the thing about it. Do you want you think an insurance company want to lose your ass tomorrow? So that's the thing about it. So again, it behooves them to have these conversations with you and speak with you in regards to, you know, just having rate reductions. Again, can I guarantee you know getting to say hey they'll do it or not? You might get that cookie. <laughs> right. You might get that cookie because. Cookie ain't Cookie miss Miss No Love. She miss No Love. Cookie think her last name Allstate. Yeah, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> or Atlanta Watershed. Atlanta Watershed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm pulling water she out her toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting water out her damn toilet. Yeah. I got some stories to tell. Dealing right. with them damn folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Again, this is Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe to the videos. Go to the Facebook check, uh, page, Change Your Lives. Uh, uh, like the Facebook page. Also, check out Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, real estate investing, and a lot of other good uh, business-related stuff. Go to that Facebook page as well, Mr. Short Dollar. I mean, yeah, Mr. Short Dollar. And also, you know, we're in the middle of tax season right now. Go to Majestic Business Services. I'm the owner of it. We're a one-stop shop for small businesses where we do bookkeeping, tax prep, payroll, business strategy, all kind of other startup services. Check us out on the web at www.majesticbiz.com or you can go to the Facebook page, Majestic Business Services, or give me a call at 678-479-4007. And as always, on all the videos on the YouTube channel, I have all the links on all the different businesses and all the different Facebook pages, all the different Instagram accounts. And also, if you want to book a consultant appointment, all the information listed there. So if you if I went too fast or you missed anything, don't worry about it. We have all the stuff posted on the YouTube channel. So you have no reason not to go check out Changing Lives on YouTube and everything. Um, we're getting, now we're at number four. Again, we're talking about eight things to do to make, uh, eight things to do to prepare for an economic crisis. We're at number four. Cash is king. Y'all heard me. I ain't say of the queen. I ain't say of the prince. Cash is king. And what I mean by cash is king is, number one, cash is everything. Right. Cash is everything. And that's why I think people lose it. You know, first thing we want to make sure we uh, we start working on that at least a minimum, a six-month emergency fund. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that's the least, the least, guys. You got to at least cover yourself for six months to be able to go, you know, go through everything. And uh, you at least have those living expenses, getting that emergency fund set up for yourself. That's the bare minimum and everything. And um, I'm going to give you some advice in regards to, because I seen a post on Facebook of of the night. One of my uh, high school teammates, you know, he's in the finances and stuff like that. But, you know, the thing about it, everybody got different opinions. He was getting everybody advice about, you know, paying your bills now because even though I talk about a deferment of forbearance, mm-hmm. he was saying that some of the bills still gonna come back. So instead of you know being behind, going to pay it now if you got it. Right. I'm like, absolutely not. If you turn around and pay them damn bills on time, and you run out of money, your bills paid up, but your ass ain't got no damn money. Mm-hmm. How you gonna pay for your high blood pressure medicine? How you gonna put a gas to, to get get to work? I- exactly. But your bill paid on time. Damn that! You take care of that, you can get to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you you keep cash in your pocket. Cash is king. Listen to me, guys. Once cash is spent, it is gone. <laughs> it is gone. Cash is king. Always keep cash on hand. Let me ask you a question. Sure. For somebody who like me, or in general, anybody, um, you said six months of um, living expenses at least. Give me a quick synopsis of how I can get to six months of living ex- expenses saved. See, I, the, the the thing I'm thinking about is a lot of people work nine to five, and most ninety percent of them live check to check. Mm-hmm. So the the issue is how do I and I believe most people most people want to save money. And, and have a, a a living expense fund or some kind of emergency fund saved up, but I I heard a um I heard a, a survey on NPR about six months ago saying that ninety five percent of people don't even have four hundred fifty dollars saved. If a four hundred fifty dollar emergency come up or a five hundred dollar emergency come up is is a it's a problem. So how can I real quickly work towards saving that money if I'm making fifteen dollars an hour? Great question. Great question. Because I, I want to do it, but I just don't see no I don't see my way clear of how to do it. Because great. every dime I get is gone. Great question. First, we, we got to get out of the hypotheticals and the talking. Okay. Now this is a video all in itself, uh, but but the short answer that we're doing it is number one is don't look at how I get six months of living expenses. Say I got to get three thousand four hundred and fifty eight dollars, which is the, that number. Uh-huh. Together, okay. Let's break that down first. Okay. Too many people say I got to get six months living expense. I got to save some money up. They don't have the exact number. Mm-hmm. Once we got the number, then we can work backwards from there, right? Okay, okay. So then from that point, now I can say, okay, let me break this down and go from each month and doing that. So if you say to yourself that I only have X amount of dollars free each month and everything to do that, 
kind of allocate some kind of way if you know if it's going to take you four months, six months, a year, year and a half, you can work backwards from now. Now, let's be real with ourselves. If you're making just enough to kind of cover things and stuff like that, now nah, you're going to better do it. But on the flip side, let's be real. You need to be busting your ass to try to, you know, get you more money mm-hmm. or change certain things. I mean, you know, again, you know, I, I ain't, I'm not here to try to sit here and judge or try to pass over now, but I get what I'm saying. When you start talking about, like, hey, I'm only making $10 an hour, how can I do that and everything, the the, the, the onus is on you. Okay, cool, you where you at now. The game is to expand. Mm-hmm. So if you got to do live a certain way for us, you know, advance. But when we start, I think the key is to, you know, cause I know that's one side of the argument. Right. I'm, you know, going for now. You got to try to, you know, again, work some things. You know, ain't no – I got some answers, but ain't no damn magician. Right. But I do think the the biggest problem, people, like you, you, you hit on here, I do ple- believe the mass majority of people out here want to save money. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it. Let's get the number. Okay. Once we have the number, we can work backwards from that. And that way we can say, oh, shit, okay, cool. That's all I got to do. That's the same thing I teach my people that uh that work for me. Mm-hmm. You want to make, how much money you want to make this tax season? Okay, you know what, this is the commission that I'm paying you. Mm-hmm. Divide that up into that. Oh, damn, that's all tax crime I got to get to get mm-hmm. 5000 that's all I got to do to, to get 10 grand? Yeah. Okay, can you handle that? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing about it. Let's make it tangible. Let's get out of the, the hypotheticals. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the, I got to save for college. I got to save for this. I got What you got to save for? Let's get the number and work backwards from mm-hmm. them. And that's the best advice I can give you because everybody's going to have different uh, variables in terms of what they can and can't do. But I think once we get that number, they can work backwards from them. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I advise to try to get that. Because that may take you a year mm-hmm. or you in some change, but at least you got what? A number. Right. As opposed to, you know, going for that. Because once you got a number, now you can get other numbers to get them. Right. Instead of you just got words. That's the you. biggest thing to go for now and everything. But as far as the income amount, uh, just got to make some decisions and everything. You know what I'm saying? If you're breaking even each month, you can't, can't do it. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the cash. I mean, let's even though we're talking about cash, you might got you a credit card mm-hmm. that has a five thousand dollar balance, and you keep it in that drawer. And that drawer, that card is for nothing but what your you know that emergency thing. Mm-hmm. So you have what accessibility to it. You you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it, just say if you can't save it, and you might get that card, whatever you're working to, we just we gotta have access to that. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point you brought up, man, because I wasn't even thinking to even bring that up, but right. just even had that card available, that line of credit. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to look a line of credit on your home. I ain't really going to do nothing with it, but if I need it, I got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm always telling people, get a line of credit on your house. You ain't got to use it. If you got to pay a little $99 each year just to have it, you know, whatever, you better have and not need. That need and not have. Shout out to Jones told me that in, uh, <laughs> in Grafenvier, Germany. <laughs> Like, why the hell are we taking all these damn tent poles when we got the damn three tents? <laughs> Shit. Have and not need and need and not have. Right. That'll stuck with me my whole damn life. <laughs> and when them damn tents fell apart and all them other platoons out there, right. you know, trying to hold shit up in the middle of the and night with their hands. And y'all got tent poles. Yeah, we dried up. Best to have and not need okay. need and not have. Private burden learned that. That's cool, man. Um, that's a good question, lad. That was a real good question because you had me think about something I wasn't even thinking about. If the cash went down, I thought about even just having a credit card. That was great. That was a good question. Number five, keep up with routine maintenance. This is right here is so important. Mm-hmm. See this this right here is like what a lot of people just totally don't think about. When we say keep up with routine maintenance, uh, it's forgotten so much. We talk about moments of crisis. Keep your damn oil change. <laughs> Make sure you changing your damn brakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Check the plugs. See, you know you what I'm saying? Your, you check your own fluid there. Check your tire pressure. Rotate your tires. Come on now. Because next thing you know, your car done went out. Oh, shit. And it's just say operator error. Mm-hmm. We start talking about like your appliances. Mm-hmm. Change the filter on your dryer. Check and see what's going on. You know, with your stove. Check the filters on your refrigerator. Check it. Just, just going through your house. You got any kind of leaks up on, you know, air leaks in your windows, your door seals. You know, you're looking at make sure you're changing the filters on your, your AC and furnace. You're checking your roof. Keep up with your routine maintenance because when you don't, 
the drip going to turn to a major leak. And in a moment of crisis, you don't want to be sitting here dealing with no damn leaky roof because you didn't take proper PMCS or what's in the military, preventive maintenance, checks and services. If you haven't been doing that kind of stuff, it's going to come back and gnaw you in the butt. A lot of people forget about that mm -hmm. because we don't sit here and look at it, man. Just If you got to just pull over, get some little things, set your car up, chain, rotate them tires. You know, do it yourself, you know. Get up on there, chain the oil, whatever. Just stay up on your routine maintenance because mm -hmm. those are things that people really forget. And kind of put on the back burner. Then when something go down, God damn, the damn car don't down. Oh man, the holes this that. You check see the holes got cracks. Yeah, that's that's taxes. That that eight dollar holes gonna cause you not having no water. You know your water pump no one. You know just little things that you can do. And I, I you know I can't stress that enough. That's a that's a key uh, a key thing that a lot of people forget about. Uh, number six, this right here is the thing I, I I think a lot of folks really don't uh, uh, put a lot of weight on. Uh, review non-cash assets and maximize their value. Um, you may or may not, but a lot of people got it just on value. Look over some of the antiques and collectibles you got in your house. Mm -hmm. um, I did a post about uh, maybe two weeks ago. I had uh, I seen a show about this guy, and I hadn't did it, you know, and everything. But he had bought all these Kobe Bryant cars. Okay. Kobe done died. He had all these damn cars. He done spent like. 75 cent for when Kobe first came in the league. Mm -hmm. Kobe done died. Each one of these cars worth a thousand. Really? Shit, he got about 50 cars. <laughs> so he got about $50,000. Right and you know, my dumb ass over here trying to think of a master plan. <laughs> Just go buy some cars. Buy some cars. So I loaded up and spent about $100 buying Trey Young, Zion Williamson. <laughs> and I put it on Facebook and I put it on uh, YouTube. Right. Hey, man, listen now. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Put them in some plans. Hey, put, hey, I got them in I put it all on Facebook, man. <laughs> Look. I got a little time, but again, these are $5, $5 pop investments. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm looking to get my return for them 20 years from now. Right. And everything. I ain't hoping none of the kids die, but again, these are guys. And those are things like, you know, I got a, I got a very good comic book collection that I started when I was eight or nine years old. Mm -hmm. Still got them. You guys that grew up with me know how it was about my comic books. And, yep, I still got them all. I still got a lot of collectibles. Uh, you know, just looking in terms of just getting no tangible assets. What I mean by tangible assets, those are assets that you actually can touch. Those being uh, different collectibles and everything. Shout out to my man, uh, Daryl Crawford. He was one of my mentors. He's a real big jazz fanatic, man. He had Billy Holiday handkerchiefs, mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Parker, all autographed records and stuff. And he put me on that stuff probably about 20 years ago. Really? And, man, that just set me out with getting a lot of collectibles. So I have a lot of mementos, signatures, a lot mm -hmm. of stuff, you know, I ain't going to mention. But things that, you know, again, especially in times like this, the market crashing and all that other kind of stuff. You know, let's be real. We don't never know when we got a pun or liquidate. Right. Real shit. And, you go to, you, you, you know, I don't know how far you think you're going to get trying to sell somebody <laughs> some of your stocks or whatever. You're trying to, you know, pawn your stuff. But if you got some stuff of value, hey, man, you know, you, you still can reap it. You know, you in time you live in the world of eBay. What's the other one? I just uh, what's the other one? Not eBay. It's uh, I was looking at the other day. You bought it or I forgot some crazy oh, name. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. How you bought it? it, it I, what is it called? Something. Uh, get rid of it. Or get, something yeah, like your son like that, but yeah. it's something something that yeah. ran. But when you living like that, the world is flat. So now you got that guy in Australia, India that wants you know this old memorabilia or anything like that. You never mm -hmm. know. I mean, these little, you know, little uh, Pac-Man things we used to play on the and stuff like that. Oh, my God. They're going for thousands. Man, thousands. You got so many of them things. Oh, come on now. It break, put a duct tape on the back. Yeah. yeah just hold it in. Play. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. And the people breaking their neck about that kind of stuff. So kind of if you got an opportunity to get those tangible assets, again, just make sure you reassess and look at what you got around your house. You know, if you got that old Jodice album from 94, 95, <laughs> you still got a cover and everything. But to be honest with you, them old records do be catching money. Ooh. Like, I had a collection of old records when I was in Chicago. Like, and I know I had this album. My, my mom probably didn't pawn it. But the album itself, when I bought it, was $3. Uh -huh. Right now, that album is selling for $3,500. And I know I had it because I bought it. Uh -huh. I was DJ way back then. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So I know I bought it. I, I, I said, man, I got this album. I know I called my mom. She's like, I don't know. I said, Mom, I had like five crazy records in the closet. You used to always call me and tell me my record's still over there. Where my record's at? 
What records? <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up with that one. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up with that I one. I saw bro. that thing on the this this law this this clause is called. And I saw that record. It was like thirty five hundred dollars. I said, I know I got that record. I know I got that. Record. Yeah. I and, know I got that right. And we all have things like that that we've had from, you know, our youth and from the past that uh we we like and we care about it, but they could be a cherished asset. Mm-hmm. So again, number six, review those non cash assets and you know, try to maximize the value on it. Then it's to change the lives hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Again, go to the YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also check us out on Facebook, Change the Lives and everything. We um I've been putting out a lot of videos the past over the past week or so, even when I put out the ones uh, about things to do in the economic crisis. I think I put out one the other day on Mr. Short Dollar about, you know, just reaching out, what I talked about earlier, reaching out to those creditors and stuff. I got a lot of good information out there for you guys and stuff. So I wanted you guys to make sure that you're tuning in and subscribing to the channel, getting, you know, staying abreast of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But again, man, we have over 170 videos on the Change of Lives. So, it's a lot of good stuff. So if you're enjoying the show tonight, man, you can just be like, wow, this guy. Let me go back and check out Yeah, this brother, a damn genius. <laughs> yeah. watch Change Lives. It's an hour show. You That's know, and right. everything. Right. Wife gets you mad and everything. Man, let me go listen to somebody got some real damn sense. <laughs> got him. <laughs> hey. But make sure you go to that channel and subscribe. And then thanks for the support. Now we're at number seven. Okay, cool. This is one that I uh, real near did in my heart, especially my morning post. They call it Jack All Trades. Generate additional income. You know, again, we want to try to make some kind of recession-proof streams uh, for uh, for yourself. You know, this is where that side gig is real important. Those other things that you can uh, that you can do that you can get money from to kind of help sustain yourself. When your thing, when your job or current anchor has went out of the way, you can say, okay, look, I got another skill set or skill sets or gifts that I can kind of monetize to kind of keep me afloat. Um, you know, those things you can do, you can make money relatively easy with doing it. You got a passion for it, you can do it and stuff like that. Hey, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it, you know, with doing it. We're in the world now, you got so many other things, right? Shit, you still can Uber, Lyft, Uber Eat, do all different kind of stuff like that. No, right right now, mm-hmm. Uber, though, they, they struggling a little bit because people don't want to get in the Uber contest with Corona. <laughs> well, well, even to that point, we we, we with the Uber, you know, just say it is still different things you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, room share, ride share. I understand from the interaction standpoint, but there are things you can do. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of, you know, cut grass, paint, this, that, and that. Now it's time to start getting those side gigs together. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I think a lot of people have, and I'm going to revisit this again, you know, at the end. A lot of people have a different problem with me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, people are looking now. I, I see it all over Facebook. What should I be investing in? The market's down. What should I be buying? Or what should I be doing? What's a good thing? And I'm here to tell you, stay the hell away from the unknown. Shit you don't know nothing about. Don't you be damn investing, <laughs> trading, selling. You know, if you have some success with doing that shit, you just lucky. Mm-hmm. I got an undergrad in business. I got a, a, a bachelor's in finance, and I got a master in supply chain. I'm a real numbers person. And I'm here to tell you that it's the reason why I paid them folks six figures on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all something. Because, wait, 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 and that's the thing about it. Don't get it twisted. Cause I see all these folks coming in, they're financial gurus and financial experts, and they don't know shit. Let me tell you something. Don't get accessibility confused with experience. Because years ago, we couldn't go on there and do pick all and buy all these stocks, you know, with Robin Hood and Schwab and Hood. That now... And now we can do it. We have the accessibility, but you still don't have the experience. Mm-hmm. And when you start, you know, you start thinking about true traders that making their investments. They know about the company CEOs. They know about trends in the market. They know different things as far as cyclical information, what's going up, what's going down, what affects what happens in one industry, how it affects the other ones. They're married to that stuff, and that's why they have success. That's all they do. Yeah, and you might mess around and buy you some damn stock because you think it's a good thing to do and don't know what the hell you're doing. And God forbid you have some success and you turn around and think you're a guru and now you done lost that little change you already had. Mm-hmm. My best advice to you is try to get educated when you don't need to. And what I mean by that is not pressing. Even when you're going through the process of different things, just try to get educated, find some information out before you start trying to invest. 
Don't do it the other way around because you got money in your pocket. You want to go buy some stocks and everything. I'm just telling you from personal experience. I remember uh, young Deontay when back in the early 2000s, Shit, market went down. You know what I did? I bought probably about $2,000 that I could not lose mm -hmm. in Delta stock. Mm -hmm. Delta filed bankruptcy, and so disappeared my $2,000. Mm. I don't want to see that story again. That, that, that's a bad movie. <laughs> that's a bad, that's a bad movie. That's a bad movie. It's bad when the actor crying in the damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> the the actor, movie. the writer, the producer, <laughs> all of them, the they just crying out. I ain't shit. I'm just saying, and this, hey, this, this Mr. Finance, Georgia State, right. summa cum laude, right. I know all, you know, uh, Mr. Math, Mr. up all that damn money. Think I ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Now, the flip side, I've been pretty successful in the stock market. But again, you talk to somebody with a damn finance degree. Uh, and I used to be heavy into it, nowhere near involved like I used to be. But I'm just saying, that just goes to show how clueless you think you can be. It's a good company. They they went in bankruptcy. They came out, and my damn money disappeared. Mm. Hey man, it happens. Right. So I'm saying to you, like, spend your time more investing yourself to get educated, and then when you feel comfortable with it, then start making some moves. But don't do it the other way. Right. Don't do it the other way. And please, you know, that's the thing about it. Don't get accessibility confused with experience. Yeah, don't mm. let social media talk you into doing something you don't know nothing about. You know, well, I mean, you can invest and stuff, but you really got to know. If you if you know a company that you're going to invest in, you really have to know that company. You have to you have to search and 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 sometimes I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes I had a guy who used to talk to me about stocks all the time. He said, "Sometimes Lee, I um." And we was actually remodeling old houses and stuff. He, he was just talking to me about stock. Market. We was like, he said, man, sometimes I take a year and a half before I invest in a company because I want to see their ups and downs, their financials, and figure out what they're doing, what's their innovation, are they innovating. He said, I, I'll go a year and a half before I even buy two stock, two, no, two shares. Yeah. I, I can dig it, but I'm going to tell you the problem come up. It's people like me yeah. that a lot of people listen to and – we have a lot of blind influence. There are a lot of people that will listen to Deontay and bleed Deontay without questioning me because they trust me. Right. There's a lot of responsibility to come with that. Now, I got to be careful when I open my mouth when I say certain things because I know a lot of people will listen to me without trying to do no research. Mm -hmm. And you got a lot of people out there like me that have a lot of blind influence that give a lot of advice to people and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They're telling people to go buy this. They tell people to go invest in this, and they really don't know what the hell they talking about. They ain't really made no real money. Right. They ain't really lost no real money. They ain't even got any real money. <laughs> so I'm just saying, when I say real money, I'm talking about you actually, you dealing in, you know, you actually producing numbers of major returns. You say, you say okay, I'm making 10, 20, 40, 50, 100,000. You know, you sit here doing that, those kind of returns. You actually, you know, you're not sitting here making, you know, a dollar off $10 you got invested each month. I'm talking about you. You've had some stuff you share in the town, and good or bad. Mm -hmm. And when people like me open up, open their mouths and say things, you know, and people just follow, that's what happens a lot of times. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people be fun, but they say like, damn, man, shit, man, you heard Loud, Loud just made this, man. He putting on here, he just did this. Y'all ought to do that. Did it. Mm -hmm. You might not even be selling a particular product. You right. just flexing, right. telling your damn business. <laughs> and, and, and now people just assuming and then you tell them look man I'm just going to tell you hey bro this is all I did mm -hmm. you ain't going to tell how you lost your damn you know your, your rent <laughs> the car after that yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean the whole story and that's the thing about it I think that will happen more so with the social media aspect you got so many people that uh, aren't being as responsible mm -hmm. like people like me that like I like. said they carry a lot of blind influence mm -hmm. Because people see that. Now, you got a whole other segment of people that go in there where we talk about the shiny suits and cars. Hey, flexing. Hey, right. hey uh, you know, I used to be homeless. I used to be this. I'm from this, that, and that. If you give me this, I can make you just like me. Oh, 
I don't know. I ain't. I, I don't. You know. I done dealt with a lot of them folks. You come in the house, damn man, what a check. You know. You got no. no ain't that here. <laughs> you come in the house, hey, 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 hey. This is a big ass house. <laughs> <laughs> damn man, this ain't the house from the infomercial. But um. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Them folks be looking at Michelle. Anyway, the. <laughs> But I say that, that's, you know, so that's one of the things with that. So I just say, you know, to, to your point, uh, exercise caution. Okay. Exercise caution, invest in yourselves and stuff like that. So that's one of the things about it. Hey, man, generate that additional income. Find things that are easy to you, but stay away from things that you don't know damn clue about and spend that time trying to get educated on it. That was number seven. Number eight, which is the last one, constant review everything. When I say constant review, it goes back to what I said initially. Uh, plans are just that. Plans change. You may be coming to a situation where you got more income coming in, and now you ain't got to be as you know frugal or tight. You can make some adjustments to make you a little bit more comfortable, or some of your money may go away, and you now have to start trimming fat some more. Mm-hmm. So constantly review it. If you got to do it, you know maybe uh, maybe I would say initially starting off doing it on a weekly basis mm-hmm. to kind of see how certain trends are. Once you get a comfortable for it after a month, you may want to scale back a little bit. Say, look, let me look here every two weeks, then get to what you're doing every month. But if you know if you're dealing in a situation where things are very unstable, especially depending on if your bills are increasing or something like that, or if your income may be fluctuating, you may just want to revisit a little bit more often. You see what I'm saying? So that last one, constantly reviewing it, you know, and everything. Don't get caught into a routine and everything. So I hope those um, things helped you. Again, this is Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. You know, I showed tonight we talked about how to prepare for a financial crisis, and I gave you eight steps uh, to take to prepare yourself more better for dealing with a, not an uh, economic crisis, a financial, you know, or how to prepare for economic crisis. I gave you eight steps to take to help you be more prepared for economic crisis. And just to go over the eight steps again, number one is relax and remember prepare to be uncomfortable uh, for some time in the near future. Number two, make a budget. Number three, review all your expenses. Remember, review everything. Reach out and touch base with everybody. Number four, always remember, cash is king. Keep cash on hand the most you can. Even if you got to get an additional line of credit, big shout out to DJ Laugh. I forgot about that. But always keep cash on hand any way you can, okay? Number five, keep up with your routine maintenance. Make sure we're watching out for that car, watching that oil, checking them tires, changing the filters at the crib and everything like that, staying on top of that kind of stuff because – one little mishap can take away all that little money you're trying to save to recoup. Mm-hmm. Now you got to spend all that shit getting your cars together, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. Uh, number six, uh, review non-cash assets and make uh, maximize their uh, value. Again, we start talking about those tangible assets, those things you can reach out and touch and hold. Uh, if you got collectibles, you got old antique furniture and stuff like that, look at it. Because like I said, in times of need, you never know what you got to liquidate or pawn or whatever and stuff like that. So make sure you take into account or those tangible assets and stuff because the market will up and crash, but things you can touch are always going to be able to carry some kind of sustainable value, right? Um, number seven, generate additional income. Try to get things that you know that you can do relatively easy, that you can monetize, things you got a familiarity with, see if you can do that. Again, if you're not knowledgeable on it, now's not the time to try to be you know, super trader or super buyer in stocks and all that kind of stuff. Don't do it. Stay the hell away from it if you're not uh, – familiar with it but i will say take some time to educate yourself find out more about it and then if you get to a, a point where you feel comfortable realistically comfortable not greedy comfortable that you can start doing all that kind of stuff go and take a chance with it then but you know again just try to find some additional way that you can get some income and last number eight constant review always come back set some kind of plan like i said initially start off each week revisiting everything checking it out looking it over uh scale back a little bit after that but make sure we kind of looking at it in terms of those things that actually determine, you know, if, if if my money is unstable, if my bills are uncertain or something like that, you know, kind of base it on that. Want the, the more stable you feel about your income and your expenses, then you can kind of maybe, you know, scale back the most in terms of you're looking at everything on a monthly or quarterly basis. But, again, those are eight things to help you uh, get through an economic crisis. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot. I appreciate all the interaction and everything and the support you gave us this week. This is Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure, again, you go to the YouTube channel, Facebook, uh, like the video, subscribe. If you don't like it, leave it. Leave a comment, most importantly. I just appreciate the, the interaction. 
Uh, make sure if you guys haven't got your tax prep and stuff taken care of, you go to Majestic Business Services. Again, our uh, web address is www.majesticbiz.com or give us a call at 678-479-4007. Also, check out Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube and on Facebook. And um, most importantly, guys, listen, just make sure you're trying to be proactive and stay ahead of the game right now. We're all dealing in some times of... Huh? How messed up we think? I don't know. I don't know. And, and that's the thing about it. Um, I, I, I can't say. Because like I said, again, I can turn around on the, on, I can go through five different channels and get five different opinions mm -hmm. from quote-unquote experts. So I don't know. I, I, I think the biggest thing of it is we know us. Mm -hmm. So the only thing you can do is make sure you got you covered. What I spend, you spend, or the next person spend on monthly bills, we just need to make sure we can cover us. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and take it out of other people's hands. That's the thing about it. If we're going to be without certain things or whatever and everything, you know, I couldn't tell you. I said, but the biggest thing, make sure you're in a position to pivot. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of them things, man. And a lot of times people just not trying to push yourself to pivot. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. People don't want to come to the tax office. I did a video the other day. We don't need to do that. We're in a virtual age. Scan shit. Send it to us. We'll mm -hmm. get it done. The beat don't stop. You know, we just got to be able to do it. it on your phone now. Yeah, and, 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 and just think about this point. I'm just, you know, just think about it. I've been busting my tail for the past two or three months to mm -hmm. get speaking gigs, graduations, baccalaureates, like last year. I can't do none of that shit now. That's true. So, again, now I got to pivot, you know, and everything. What can I do now for paid speaking gigs? What course we can put out? Mm -hmm. You got to be able to pivot. Mm -hmm. Nobody seen, like I said, again, nobody seen this coming. You know, and everything. Yeah, and, and, and so that's the thing about it. But I just, like I said, I just know I've had life experiences that kind of, I'm not trying to just come out like no guru. I done got burned off stuff that I didn't see coming before, so I live a little differently. Mm -hmm. But I understand how we get, when we get comfortable, things are going okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just think just, you know, people just need to learn to pivot, adjust. Because what I will say is this, what I did, what did happen, what I noticed back in the early 2000s, there's going to be a major readjustment on how things are done after this. When you look at, I remember, companies went from uh, 10 people on a shift to five, mm -hmm. and then they seen, you know, they, hey, we can roll with five. I can give you all a little bit more. Mm -hmm. More, we'll stick with five. And even like now, what they finding out, shit, we ain't got to be in the office. We That's got this. We paying all. We paying all this money for rent. Got all these folk coming in here, and we, we can work with everybody at home. Mm -hmm. We don't talked about it, but we never did it. We can Man. the building now. Come on now. So I'm just saying, with these kind of things, this is what comes out of that. Mm -hmm. So, even when we feel like we're gonna have some kind of sense of normalcy come back, the normalcy that we may be used to, may never come back. Mm -hmm. It's so be, be a prepared. Different, a different norm. There you go. So be prepared. Mm -hmm. Start preparing yourself, because that's what I'm saying. I just remember at the airlines. You remember you used to sit at the the ticket. Mm -hmm. All them folks work the ticket. They turn and got all them damn kiosks. Mm -hmm. Come on now, you go through there, get your ticket, get on the plane. Yeah. So now you're doing. So now you're doing what? Reduce shifts at the airlines. Everybody ain't there. It's a matter of time. You're gonna get a kiosk getting onto the plane. Mm -hmm. One person working several gates. This stuff been in the works. Now we come to driverless cars, the driverless boats, the mm -hmm. driverless tech trucks. You know, you got the teachers sitting teaching remotely. She may switch up and do this, that, and that. I'm just saying, like, you and got. It, the school building might go away. Come on the now. College, the college campus might go away. Uh, 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 you know, so I, I say again, let's be ready to adjust. Accountant? No, we go. We got what's the I mean? Uh, Watson. Watson. Watson's doing everything. You don't need a Deontay. <laughs> really? Yeah, shit, man. Come on now. Right. I'm just saying. So we all have to be prepared, cause like you said, that and that's a good point. A new normalcy. A yeah. new normalcy. And you never know what's gonna come out of it and everything. And uh, it happens all the time when we have tough economic times, and with those re readjustments, we find out like, hey, we could live like this. We ain't got to go back to that. I just think people just got to get ready for it and everything, yeah, yeah. you know. But again, this was a tonight's show, man. I had a, I had, I had a blast, man. I had a blast. But I go through when I, I kind of got in my zone a couple times. I know when I get out of my zone, 
Rev been Rev been on it and everything. So I hope we got some good information on how to prepare for an economic crisis. Again, this is Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Uh, make sure you tell your friends about the show. Tell them about the channel. Share the videos. And look, we got another super dope video playing next week. I forgot what we have next week and stuff. Matter of fact, this wasn't scheduled. It just came across my mind. Let's just do it and everything to do it and everything. About yesterday, mm-hmm. went up and just did the show. Yesterday morning, like, man, I need to give people something they want instead of just trying to, like, what I had scheduled and everything. Because, you know, when I, I try to schedule shows a month, a month or two in advance. So, uh, sometimes off the cuff is better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just wanted to share some of this information. So I hope I've been uh, enlightening and informative to you guys. So again, I appreciate everything. Um, again, glad to be back home today <laughs> and everything. <laughs> I was lost, but now I'm found. But thanks to all you guys. Appreciate you tuning in. See you guys next week. Love you guys. Take care.